Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. If this podcast has helped you, uh, helped you, I'm going to ask you to take a moment and share it on Instagram. You just take a quick snapshot of your screen and then post it and tag us if you would. Um, we appreciate it a lot. I want to talk about reputation. You know, reputation is an important thing. If you're running a company, uh, the, the reputation of the company matters. If you're a politician, your reputation matters. So news is there. Uh, supposed to be to tell the truth, but often these days it's to to give someone a false reputation. You have people who are uh, um, people who've done disgraceful things in their past, but it's all covered up by news sources. So uh, reputation matters. If you're going to go vote, and you know this person is going to be in a place of power, uh, it, it's it will be important to know their background. Important to know if they had a troubled past. Important to know where they stand. And so reputation is a big deal. If you're a, uh, if you're a, a, a representative of Jesus, your reputation matters. The way that you, um, people say your reputation precedes you, right? So people look and, oh, this person's like that. It's like racism is, and I'm not talking about racism here today, but just to give you, it ties in. Racism is uh, feeling like your race is superior to another race. That's racism. Or that people have a certain trait based on their race, right? Um, a certain character trait that's defined by their race. And uh, uh, reputation, there's people who would look and say, hey, this type of person is always this way. Oh, your reputation precedes you. But then you can meet people and you can, someone can tell you, hey, watch out for that person. You know, they're this way. They're, they're like this. They, they're stingy. They're cheap. They're, uh, they're prideful. They're a gossiper. Don't tell them your story. They can't keep a secret, right? They're bad in business, right? Don't ever loan them money. They'll never pay it back. And so people, your reputation, you carry with you. That's why the Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than riches. And so there's a reputation that goes along with it. But in our day and age, more than we realize fits into this. You're, this, this is something that matters to the world. If you, if you look at social media, social media is your reputation, right? Instagram is reputation. Instagram is, is a perception for reputation. What does this person do? What do they like? You get to know someone, and then they get a reputation for being something. Their social status is their reputation. But all of this, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter to God. The way that you look on social media, the, the way that people thought of you doesn't matter. There's a day coming, the Bible says, where the hidden things will be brought to light. And so there's a day of judgment. And that's a comforting thing for me because I know there's wickedness that goes on in the world. There's people who've done terrible things and people who are still doing evil, wicked things. So it's comforting knowing that there's a day of judgment where all of that will be accounted for. There won't be anyone who got away with anything. You know, if you watch movies and there's a movie about a bad guy, there's always every movie that you're happy with the ending. There's a bad guy who's doing terrible things and then there's this hero good guy who gives him what he deserves, beats the crap out of him at the end and kills him, right? Or whatever it is, he ends up going to jail for life. Like you, the bad guy gets his payback. The, there's been one or two movies that I've seen where at the end, the bad guy just walks off scot-free into the night and you're like, how does this, this book, it's like a John Steinbeck book. This book doesn't resolve. How come this person just gets to get, a, get away with that? That wasn't a good ending. That was a terrible ending, right? So there's a day coming where, where, Everything will be brought to light what actually took place. Things like abortion, where people will get their due. The people who are behind that movement and pushing for that. People, wicked people who, who aren't just sinners, but they actually oppose the things of God. But your reputation 
reputation can often mean when you have a reputation with one group can mean that you have a uh, the opposite of a good reputation. You have a bad reputation with another. And so if you stand up and say, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you make a statement like that, you're going to have a reputation as someone who stands up for God. But then you're going to have people who hate that you stand up for God and want nothing to do with you. There are people who think that Christians are the worst thing about this country, right? We're the ones who who try to make rules for everybody and, and you're trying to restrict my freedoms. So good reputation with one will sometimes mean bad reputation with another. If I stand up and say, I'm pro-life, the pro-choice people are going to be, you know, spinning at me because of my decision. So my one reputation, my, my good reputation with a certain group can mean an ill reputation with another group. So when you, when you decide, when you're making decisions for your life, you have to look and say, who, who do I need to have a good reputation with? The, the term in the Bible that's used is called the fear of God. The fear of God and the fear of man. You know, for many years, I didn't understand that. When you think fear of God, you hear God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Perfect love casts out fear. But then it says fear the Lord, right? Proverbs 2, the, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge or wisdom. And so you, it's a little bit of like, what do you mean fear the Lord? All right, he loves me and he's awesome, but I got I to gotta fear him a little bit. But it means to respect fear of the Lord. My definition for fear of the Lord, it's the opposite of fear of man, is, is I care more about what the Lord thinks than anybody else. So if, if it's a decision of standing up for and doing what's right in the sight of the Lord, it's the same way. You know, if my wife is here and someone's acting a certain way, I stand up for my wife. I, I will always come to my wife's defense. <laughs> you know, this hasn't we haven't run into this, but even if I think she's wrong, I'm always coming to her defense because she's my wife. God is not wrong. The fear of God is to say, I would rather be in prison doing what God told me to do than be free and, and have disobeyed obeyed God. You, you think about Saul in the Bible, uh, who's anointed king. And then the commandment from Samuel, the prophet was go and destroy these people, wipe out everything. Don't bring anything back. And then they bring back sheep and, and they bring back the king and, and Samuel says, how did it go? And he says, I did just as the Lord commanded. And he said, Samuel, the prophet says, I can hear the sound of the sheep. I can hear their noise, the noises that they're the baying of the sheep or whatever it is. And I can hear their, I can hear their sound. And it tells me that you're not telling the truth. And he said, well, the people wanted to give an offering to the Lord, man, that sounds good. That sounds great. But the scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice. So that was his way of, okay, I did what God said. And you know, God would probably like an offering. That sounds good. And I'll appease the people. I'm their ruler. I want to be popular. I want to be, you know, it's like the Pope saying that there's other ways to, to, to God than Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. The Pope is wrong. That's against the gospel. Jesus was clear. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. Jesus is the only bridge to the Father, and we got to cross over on him. So I don't care who says it, but the Pope is wrong. The Pope is wrong. You don't go to the Father. You don't go to heaven without Jesus Christ. Impossible. He is the only way to God. God didn't create many highways that lead all the lead to him. He made, he had one son and he sent him down to die for our sins. And his name is Jesus. And so you have to decide as a believer, I want my reputation with God. I want to have the I want to have points with him. I, I want to, at the expense of what everyone else thinks, I want, I want God to be happy with my decisions. So you understand that the fear of man is to say, I care more about what people think than what God thinks. And the Bible says that the fear of man brings a snare. It's a trap. 
So everyone fears something, and I'm not talking about is afraid of, but you have reverence, you have high regard for something. When your high regard is for the will of God, then uh, then you're in the right place. But when your high regard is to just make it through life without with, with as little drama as possible, that's a problem because you conflict will come. Standing up for something will mean upsetting another group of people. When you stand up for the truth of the gospel, it'll mean that there's going to be people that Jesus even said, you will be hated all over the world for my sake. So you have to decide, when, you, when I signed up to be a Christian, am I willing to have that? Am I willing to be hated? Because, you know, it becomes almost like a, a, a litmus test. If you're not hated, now, now we're in a country that's been, for a number of years, has been generous to the, the people of God. That has been, uh, people would look and see, people would look and see the people would look and see the children of God and would and would look at them and say man that's awesome the pastor in the community man that's awesome he's a pastor there was there was a respect for God those days are gone so you standing up for the truth is going to become something that'll get you in trouble and so you have to decide am i willing to stand up for this and have people actually hate me can you think that maybe there's yeah maybe for for you soul winners you've had it where you've gone to tell someone man I just want to tell you God loves you I've had it I yeah I don't want to hear God loves me get out of here don't talk to me I, I've had people cuss me out before but there's coming a day where that's I mean there's more and more hungry people for the things of God but there's more people who have an aversion who hate. Christianity, who hate Christians. And so it's, it's making a decision. If you're, if I'm trying to impress my wife, I I aim my actions for her. I want to wear what she likes. I want to smell like she likes. I want to make her happy. I don't care to impress anybody else. I'm trying to impress my wife, right? But it's the same way. The, The fear of man is ill repute with the Lord. When you fear and you worry about what other people think, it's ill repute with the Lord. So the question becomes, Lord, what do you want from me? I'd rather be in the will of God and be on the outside with with man than be on the inside with man and out of the will of God. The end of the fear of the Lord. What is that? It's eternal life. So what happens is people get caught up and, and people get people get in trouble because they don't want to offend people. Your life shouldn't be about not offending people. I mean, you're not aiming to go offend people, but you're standing up for a standard. I heard Jonathan Shuttlesworth say, He said, you don't make decisions based on repercussions. You make decisions based on the standard of the truth. You make decisions based on a moral standard. So it, it shouldn't be, well, if I say this, I could go to jail. No, it should be what is true and what is not. I stand up for the truth. If someone mocks the Bible, no, hey, the Bible's my book. I love Jesus Christ, and he loves you too. You stand up, you become a vocal person. The fear of God is to make a choice. And this is where people like let their personality get in the way. Yeah, you know, that's just not my personality. I'm more just a quiet type. No, you have to decide. If someone attacks the Bible, if someone attacks Jesus, if someone attacks Christianity, that you walk out the room. That you, or you get up and say something. You make it known. I'm not, you don't just sit idly by. I'm not in agreement I'm not in agreement with what you're saying. You, you, you choose. And to fear God. 
That means to reverence him, to say, Lord, if there's, if there's 10 commandments, I take yours. If there's, if there's 10 people telling me to go in 10 different directions, I always listen to you. You have final authority in my life. Lord, what you say goes. I organize my life around you. You think about the three Hebrew children. Hey, we're not going to bow to the golden image. Listen, you can throw us in the fire. God's able to save us out of the fire. But even if he doesn't save us out of the fire, we're, we're not going to bow to that image. We, I would rather die today by that fire than bow to that image because God told me not to. You think of Daniel when they passed the law not to pray and he still prayed. Why? I fear God. I fear God. I, I don't fear what man can do to me. This body's temporary anyway. I know it's going to expire at some point. My reputation with man doesn't matter to me. You have to grow. You know, there's a, there's a part of this where you see it in teenage. I just don't care, man. I'm just the type that I just don't care what anybody think. You know, there's, there's that that's kind of built in. And I think that can be harmful because then people can't take, they can't take correction. And so when people can't take instruction, they don't have any respect for authority. But there's a part of that that's actually really good because when you, you have to decide to serve the Lord, I, I, I don't care what pe- other people have to say. I've made up my mind. This is me standing my ground. I'd rather die believing and obeying the word of God and be in heaven than, than live in a place of compromise. So people live in a place of compromise. And you can see it. You can, you, if you follow many ministries, I'm not talking about, obviously, revival ministries, or, um, but you can follow and you can see people who have, just, who have just turned everything towards the path of least resistance. Turned everything. And they'll account for that in heaven. But you decide. Look at Peter before, before Jesus was crucified. He denied. He, the pressure came and he denied Christ. Why? He was afraid for his life. God gives you the Holy Spirit to give you boldness to where you can say, you know what? For me, I, honestly, I would rather die believing the word of God and standing on the word of God and act on the word of God than live and, and not believe and not stand up for something. I've lived 33 years. You know, I'd like to live a lot longer. But if, if the time comes and I'm presented with that, you know, we think of like Columbine. Hey, deny Christ or I'll kill you. No, nah, <laughs> you know, my life on earth is short anyway. I'm not going to live knowing that I denied Christ in the face of a gun. You got to be kidding me. No. And I heard this. I'm going to give you one last story. I heard this story about Corey Ten Boom, who was a, um, a Holocaust, uh, during the Holocaust. She was, um, I think she uh, hid people who were um, hid Jews, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but she tells a story. She said, um, uh, dad, I don't know if I'll have the courage to give my life for Jesus. If I'm, if I'm ever asked for, if I'm ever like, uh, you know, deny Christ, she said, I don't know if I'll have the courage to do it. And then he said, sweetie, let me ask you a question. When, when, uh, when you get on a train, when do you need your ticket? And, um, she said, well, you need your ticket when the conductor comes by and asks for it. He said, yes. He said, do you need your train when you do you need your ticket when you get on the train? He said, no. Do you need your ticket before you get on the train? No. Do you need your ticket when you're just sitting there? No. When do you need it? You need it when the conductor asks you for it. Yeah, yeah, that's when I need it. Well, that's how it is. You you may not feel like you have the courage now. You may not feel like you're able to do it. But the Holy Spirit, at the time that you need it, will give you the courage that you need. And that's what I believe. I believe the Holy Ghost is there to embolden us, to empower us, to stand up. But you make up your mind. I'd rather live for the gospel. I'd rather die for the gospel than live in compromise. That is the fear of God. We love you. God bless you.